Hello and welcome to the Logcast, Season 3, Episode 5. I am your host, Jeffrey Perez, and I am joined today by my co-host, Dave. Hey! And our other co-host, Clay. Hello, everyone. And this week, we've got two very special guests joining us from Rare. We've got Emma. Hello. And Cameron. Hey. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. This is uh, wonderful to have you guys on the show. No problem. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> if you were wondering uh, what we were teasing last week, this is what it was. This is the big one. Yeah, da, 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 da. we were going to record last week, but unfortunately I don't understand time zones. I do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, in my existence. <laughs> um, but uh, it's, like I said, it's great to have you guys on here. Uh, we can go ahead and just jump right in. Uh, starting with you, Emma, we just wanted to let everyone know who you are uh, and what your title is at Rare. I'm Emma Bridal. I'm Rare's social media manager, uh, oh, social media manager, formerly community manager, and I've been with Rare coming up four years now. Awesome. And uh, Cameron, your title and uh, so my title is a community manager. Um, and I've gosh. So I'm really bad with like uh, judging lengths of time. I'm pretty sure I've been, yeah, I've been at Rare for about a year and a half now. Well, nearly a year and a half. It feels longer though. Half. I keep thinking it's been with us forever, but yeah. it does feel it does feel longer to be honest. Yeah, yeah. it definitely yeah. does feel longer. Which is good. from from our perspective, it, it seems longer. I remember when when you were introduced as the new guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah, were still doing Rare replay at that point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think I believe the Rare Replay was like 2015, and it's yeah. 2017 now. <laughs> I know. I keep having to count it back on my fingers, and it, it was only a project for around nine months, so it, it right. was yeah. even... Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, so just to kind of follow up on your job titles, just uh, if you could let us know a little bit about what your jobs consist of, you know, maybe your day-to-day kind of things you're overseeing. Um, okay, so social media manager, which should be fairly self-explanatory, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of um, I'm planning the content and looking at how it performs across all our social channels. So we have three Twitter accounts. We have Rare Sea of Thieves and Ask Captain Bones. We have two Facebook pages, one for Sea of Thieves, one for Rare. We have Instagram. We have, what am I forgetting? Two YouTube channels. Um then we've got the two websites, we've got forums, we've got a subreddit that uh, the community um, created that we're involved in, uh, we've got Game Hub, we've got clubs, so there's a lot, of stuff. a lot of stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you put so it up that way, it's kind of all those channels need content, so I'm sort of helping to put plans in place and then meeting with various people to make sure that we're up to date on what we're doing, um, artists to create things for us, uh, working with the video team on a regular video series. I co-host our official podcast as well, Tales from the Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's me, I guess. Awesome. I, wow. I, I picture you guys for like four monitors at least with multiple windows on each one with all the social <laughs> media We all channels. have at least two. Cameron uses three because he's just fancy. And then I have <laughs> about... I reckon 60 to 90 tabs open. It, it really bothers IT, but that's just how many I need. <laughs> yeah, I, I I work in IT in my day job, and yeah, I, I've definitely seen seen things. Like, yeah, hey, but... why is the computer slow? Because you have 20 tabs open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a problem. I can't help it. It's all good. 
And uh, Cameron, what, so what does being a community manager consist of? Uh, this is, um, well, it should be a difficult one for me to answer because obviously I know what I do every day, <laughs> but it's always, it's always a weird one because I know that the title community manager can really vary between jobs mm-hmm. and, you know, studios. Um, but uh, at least for me, um, so over the past, mm, I'd say six months to a year, um, what I've done, what, what I do has changed quite a lot. So originally I was doing a lot of social media, like uh, uh, doing, uh, uh, you know, Captain Bones and when we first launched. Uh... No, Captain Bones was <laughs> Captain Bones, Cameron. Oh, <laughs> yes, sorry. Real. I mean, um, you were assisting Captain Bones, of course. Yes, I was assisting yes, yes. Captain right, Bones right, in his right. everyday running of Twitter. Um, uh, when we first launched the Sea of Thieves Twitter account. Um, but um, so since uh, I think our forum went live at E3, um, yeah, it was E3 last year. So um, I tend to, so I run that um, on, on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so a lot of the um, uh, threads that you see and just supporting everyone else on there um, with, with anything that they need, um, uh, I'm always on call uh, to do that, um, which is really, really fun. Um, you get to meet a, a lot of people. Um, well, I say meet a lot of people, virtually meet a lot of people. Um uh, which is really cool and talk to some really interesting people um aside from that so obviously we've been doing our uh, uh technical alphas um over the past couple of months uh, which have been great and so uh, after we have those um it's always my job to look at the um, bugs that uh, people have reported or any feedback that they've given us uh, and try and um, essentially put it into um, a format that kind of makes sense for the various teams like our test team um, our designers, etc., to to make sense of and actually use. We've always said that uh, we want Sea of Thieves to be a game that um, I guess grows with the players, and you know that we want the players to almost be involved with the ongoing development of the game. So taking everyone's feedback and bug reports and trying to uh, and shape the game based on that uh, is part of that. And so it's my job to um, to take that. Uh, I'm sorry, to take that feedback uh, that people have given us on our forums. Uh, and try and, um, and and give it back to the designer so we can then start to make changes and, uh, you know, shape the game. Mm, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah that's good. huge. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. The whole, good fun yeah, hole. the whole forums is, is amazing and it's a really, really great, like, yeah, welcoming like, community and uh, it's really cool that you guys are so involved with it. I think we've broken yeah, no, 50,000 sure. posts recently on there. Wow. So, wow. Yeah, it's crazy amount of posts. It's insane. Busy. It's awesome. Really busy. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Um so you touched on how long you guys have been at Rare. Uh we did want to ask a little bit about kind of how you ended up there, kind of what led you to your jobs there. Um you know, just briefly. And uh kind of what the the process was like kind of getting in at Rare. Um well I was training as a journalist. Um, I was doing a, a master's degree in digital journalism um, within the sort of same geographical areas rare and um, they sent through a job listing to our department um, looking for someone to help with social media and writing web content um, and I took a look at it and I thought well I can I have all the skills they're asking for I, I can do the job and I looked them up and realised that I'd played Rare games growing up and just hadn't realised because I'd never really thought about the studios that made the games, I guess, that I'd mm-hmm. been playing. Um, and so I applied, um, interviewed, and I think five weeks later started the job. Um, oh, wow. Initially for six months and uh, a six-month contract, and I've just never left. 
<laughs> Good job. I think people yeah, working in social media often change jobs quite a lot because I've spoken to lots of people that say, well, you really, why have you stayed beyond 12 months? Surely you want to move on? And I've always said, well, no, I enjoy my job. I like what I do. I like the people I work with. Why would I want to leave? Um, so I just haven't. So they've been stuck with me. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and Cameron, obviously, same question uh so oh gosh it was so uh 2015 um so that uh, i think it was like early 2015 like the beginning of the year um i, I was actually working at uh, microsoft uh, soho um, which is a studio that i don't think that many people heard of at least when i speak to them um they they haven't uh, heard of it uh, but it's down in london um and uh so i was working there on xbox upload uh which was the um well, I think, yeah, it's still it's still up on Xbox. It's still actually, a thing, so. yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still a thing. Um, uh, so it was the whole um, uh, video uh, editing and uh, uh, game capture um, app uh, for your that was native for your Xbox One. So obviously that was a massive thing when the new uh, the new games consoles came out that you can actually uh, record uh, gameplay footage, right. edit right. it together, and share it out on your on your console. So I was working on that uh, as part of the editorial team. Um, so. As well as ma uh, managing the app, um, we all, we built up quite a bit of a community um, uh, around the app uh, because we used to do like weekly uh, top tens and mm -hmm. um, editorial content, like uh, walkthroughs on new games that came out and things like that. Because it was it was quite a diverse platform. Um, so uh, I was on the team uh, that did that, um, and yeah. So early two thousand and fifteen, I'd left, um, and I was looking for for other jobs, etc. Uh, and one of my uh, one of my friends. Um, uh, actually, what had actually worked with Emma in the past mm -hmm. uh, was it on KSIMA or yeah on Connect Sports Rivals? So um... yeah, so oh, um, cool. so yeah, they had worked uh, worked together in the past, and so I was looking for another uh, uh, like community uh, based role. Um, and uh, I remember um, Alex, um, which is name Alex. He, yeah, he telling me that um, uh, Rare had one going, um, and I think Emma contacted you didn't he um he, yeah he uh, put up a facebook status that basically said i've got a friend who wants a community role and we just yeah. posted uh, our role so i messaged him and said okay if you know someone let me know and then i handed his cv over to bobby and we uh, yeah. brought him in yeah and then yeah so about september of that same year um i started at, no september it was oh, september is when i went for my interview uh, october yeah. i think it yeah. was it was october um Early October, I started uh, at Rare, and uh, yeah, um, here we are, nearly a year and a half later. Um, and again, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really enjoying it as well. Like um, I was um, being someone that, aside from when I went to university, I've always uh, grown up like uh, down south. So moving up um, somewhere else in the country uh, for work was a completely different experience for me. But I'm, I'm glad I did it. I'm really, really glad I did it. Yay. Um, and I'm really enjoying it, and everyone's great at work. So, yeah, no complaints from me. Brilliant. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot complain. <laughs> it's really cool how you guys how you guys ended up there. Um, yeah. Kind of last question in this topic area is kind of what's what do you love most about your job? You know, is there any specific thing that you enjoy the most? Um, interacting with the community directly, I think, is is really yeah. cool, and it's really cool how you can do something which to you seems quite small but it means a lot to someone else and i think mm -hmm. that's really great like um some of my favorite memories when doing rare replay was putting out um 
you know, celebrating our history and hearing from people who said, you know, I used to play Jetpack when I was little with my dad, but my dad's no longer with me, but now I get to play it with my son and thank you for, you know, creating that experience for us. And it's just, yeah, just really lovely hearing those stories from people. Yeah. And uh, Cameron? Yeah, I would, um, I would say for me, it's it's a similar thing, Um, but not to, to go over what Emma said again, I think another thing that uh, I really like about this job, and because it's, it's completely new to me, working working on a game, this is the first time I've ever, I've ever done it, uh, but seeing, like like I said, I've been here a year and a half, and seeing how um, the stuff that our team is doing is affecting the project over time, and seeing where we were like a year and a half ago and where we are now, is something that I've never really experienced in a job uh, before. Mm-hmm. And so I'd, I'd say that's one of the, the best things, just thinking about, where where it's come and you know where it's going to go in you know the next however many months so um just seeing that progression um is awesome and it's it's really satisfying really really satisfying i think working in a studio is quite different as well because you and bobby both came to us from within xbox but not working within a studio and i think the environment's very different Um, very very different very very different but really cool um to sort of be alongside a project from beginning to well to end essentially um is a really really cool thing to be a part of yeah no definitely definitely awesome okay so next question is going to be about some games (laughs) (laughs) so uh i'll start with you first emma what is your favorite rare game of all time viva pinata (laughs) (laughs) any reason uh, why or um, like, what do you I picked like about it up it? before my Rare interview because I had, me and my brother shared a PlayStation growing up um, and I used to go to my friend's house and play on her Nintendo consoles but mm. whilst I was a teenager I didn't have access to any consoles at all so when it came to the Rare interview I felt I should probably catch up on the last few years that I'd missed. Right. So I'd, I'd bought myself an Xbox 360 to play the Fable games and I sort of went and picked up some of the uh, Rare 360 titles, picked up Viva Pinata couldn't really tell from the box what it was about but i thought oh well it's got animals and bright colors that looks cute um popped it in and then was completely addicted um (laughs) i think people see the bright colors and and assume that oh it's a game for children it's going to be really simple but it's incredibly complex Mm -hmm. i think you can sink so many hours into it and I'm my own worst enemy because I'll create a garden and I'll get so far and then I'll suddenly decide I don't like it anymore and I'll just, you know, I'll (laughs) take the whole thing apart, start again. Wow. Um, um, But yeah, it's just, it's so addictive. The music is great. I love the art style of it. I just love everything about it. And I I tried to look up recently how many hours I'd spent on it and I couldn't find that stat, which is probably good because i think i'd be horrified if i could see <laughs> how much of my life has been sunk into that game right yeah i've, I've put quite a bit of hours into the between the two of them as well yeah they, they are surprisingly deep it's yeah they really yeah. are <laughs> not what you would expect from the cover art always so yeah uh how about you cameron what do you what game do you like so do you mind if i cheat Sure. Go ahead. So I I guess I have two favourite rare games. I know that's not I know you asked for one, but um <laughs> so one of them's uh Banjo kazooie um because um I still remember um uh, when I was a kid uh playing that uh, at my friend's house because uh, I never I never actually owned it myself and so I remember when uh, when I used to sleep over one of my friend's houses back in um uh back in primary school when I was about uh 
Oh god, I can't remember how old I was now. But anyway, yeah, we used to play that. We used to play that a ton, and I think it's one of the games that um, got me addicted to just collecting everything in a game. And it's a real problem for me now. Um, I think <laughs> I've, I, I genuinely think I have a problem because um, whenever I play a game with any sort of like collectibles, I, I just like comb the game like uh, from top to bottom trying to find them all, and it kind of slows me down a bit uh, as far as um, actually completing games. Uh, but I think uh, Banjo Kazooie is one of the games that um, started that off for me. I don't know whether that's a, a, a good thing or a bad thing. It's um, <laughs> a good uh, thing. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, what, that's one of the reasons why I remember it so fondly. Um, and the other one um, uh, is uh, Star Fox uh, Adventures on the GameCube. Um, now I don't know how many um, how many people remember um, uh, remember that fondly, especially because of how difficult it it, it, um, it seemed to be. At least when I was a kid, it seemed to be really really difficult. Um, but it took obviously. Uh, Fox McCloud and put him in uh, uh, on a planet full of dinosaurs with um, a staff and it, it, it would just kick ass action man it was it, it was really really cool um, <laughs> and I remember when I got it um, it was for Christmas one year um, and I was I remember for about four weeks I was begging my I was begging my parents like on my knees like groveling <laughs> please let me play it early please 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 um, and he wouldn't um, but uh, I remember when I did get to play it at Christmas, it was I was just hooked to my TV all day. Um, it was yeah, Fox McCloud and dinosaurs. You know, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, yeah. It's a really good soundtrack to that too. As well. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Really. The good interesting soundtrack. memory I have about that that was like the first game that I purchased after having a job. So in some yeah. ways, I feel like oh, nice. I kind of got a job to own that game. <laughs> <laughs> but really good game. Really, really it good is. Game. It is. Next question, we're kind of just going to go into like uh, general gaming a little bit. So we're just kind of going to like, like how, how big of a gamer are you and um, what sorts of non-rare games uh, do you enjoy? And I didn't specify which to answer first, so I guess you have to fight over it. Okay. <laughs> I think people assume that if you work in games, you're playing games all the time. And I think the right. reality of it is actually you don't have a lot of time to play games. Um <laughs> So the ones that I've enjoyed over the past couple of years have been quite short but really story-driven titles. So Life right. is Strange was absolutely amazing. I think I played that over two or three days, and I, I think it was a Christmas holiday, so I don't think I was even really getting dressed. I was just getting up, going straight down to the Xbox, <laughs> playing it all day. Nice. Um, I played Firewatch recently, and I really, really loved that. Such um, a good one. It was really, really good. Although I realised after completing it, I'd missed like the one really crucial piece of uh, evidence at the end. Trying not to spoil anything, um, so maybe I'm going to have to play it again. Um, but yeah, I tend to play those. And then um, Overcooked is another one that I've been super oh into the last year. <laughs> Why are you saying, "Oh God, Cameron"? Oh, Cameron and I've tried playing before. We're not a good team. Cameron just sort of. Um, it's quite relaxed. The whole fire, the whole kitchen is on fire, and Cameron's just sort of standing there, just watching. I actually just bought that and still haven't played it because I don't oh, have a second controller. And so I got it at your recommendation, games. so that maybe oh, yeah. I can play it. But yeah, I still don't have another controller. It's definitely good, but I think before you need to, you go into it, you need to just agree that if things get a bit heated, you can take a break for the good of your marriage. <laughs> okay. it, it gets quite heated. Yeah, Emma, we, Emma, you know, um. Uh, just before Christmas, you know, I, um, I bought it for uh, for my Xbox just before Christmas. Oh, yeah. so, so we went to um, went to my cousin's, uh, went to my aunt's house, sorry, um, for, for on Christmas Day, and so I took some Xbox controllers around to my cousin because he had one. Um, 
and we played four player. Oh my god, the amount of shouting! <laughs> like, oh my god, it's just I feel sorry for the neighbours. You know, oh, um, yeah. You know, my, my aunt has quite a big house, but I'm sure the um, uh, the sound of the shouting uh, from us upstairs uh, must have uh, like reverberated throughout the whole neighbourhood because it was uh, it was pretty. Oh, it's, pretty it's special. so good it's though, so good. and yeah. um, Tomb Raider as well. I really like the way they've rebooted it. So the last uh, Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider, I've sunk a lot of time into. Yeah, but I really nice. like the way that they've redone Lara and I think the story is really good and I think the writing's been really good because she feels like a genuine female character I know they've had a female writer but I think it really shines through um she feels really authentic mm-hmm. yeah I, I really I still haven't played the second one yet the rise of the tomb reader it's been on my list forever but the first one I was really pleasantly surprised by the first one it was not you know not quite what you were expecting from you know previous tomb raider titles and I think in a good way yeah I really liked it Mm-hmm. Sorry, Cameron, I've not let you say anything. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's cool. Um, it's all right. Um, gosh, what do I, what do I like playing? Fighting games, um, right? Uh, so yeah, I do. I, I, I do love uh, uh, fighting games. Um, I'm a massive uh, Street Fighter fan. Um, nice. Actually, went to. Um, so we have uh, uh, EGX over here in September. Um, it's like a, a, a game a game show, um, and there's a. Uh, uh, Capcom always do well for the past, at least for like the past few years. They've been doing um, a portion of their Capcom Pro Tour. Um, well, the UK, but the UK part of their uh, Capcom Pro Tour at uh, EGX. So I competed in that. Um, I didn't get as far as I wanted to get, but um, uh, but yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, competitive uh, fighting games. Um, so uh, I love being involved in that community. Um, nice. uh, aside from that, um, I'm a massive fan of uh, RPGs. Um, uh, so um, I like um, uh, Dark Souls. I'm a massive fan of Dark Souls. Um, and uh, recently, I've been playing a lot of uh, Dragon Quest VIII. Um, it's the first time uh, I've actually got to play it because I know it's considered a classic for a lot of people. That because um, uh, I think it, the original came out on the PS2. I think. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I never played it back then, but they've recently um, uh, remade it for the 3DS. So I've been playing that a lot recently, and it's really, really good. Really, really good. Um, and I love um, uh, the British uh, accents that they've used. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. That, like, I, I love, uh, uh, was it Yang, is it Yangus? Or yeah, Yangus, like yeah. I love it. It's just like, cool, blimey, like all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. It's stereotypical. Fuck me, you blimey, gov. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that game. Uh, a, a little bit of wording about it is I, it took me, oh, I think, over 80 hours to get to the final boss and that wasn't even doing everything you could do really <laughs> yeah See, it's I'm a worried. really long game if, uh, if you like now, that if, if you're big into that it's it's really good but i know a lot of people will probably get burned out on it because it's a it's a hardcore jrpg yeah yeah for sure i mean i'm about 40 hours in now um i can't tell i can't tell whether i'm halfway through or quarter of the way through but um uh yeah it seems like i've got a lot to go um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good fun. Good fun. Good value for money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> all right, awesome. Um, all right, these next few questions, we're gonna dive a little bit deeper. Uh, kind of ask some questions pertaining to the stuff that you guys do on a regular basis. Um, so first off, how has Rare's strategy changed with communicating with the fans and the community uh, over the past few years? I'd say a major way it's changed is we just have more channels open to fans now than we did even just a couple of years ago. Um, the forums being a prime example, being a place, you know, Cameron is forums guru, 
for us. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, we've got more ways for people to be in touch. Um, I think we're a little bit more open than we used to be. I know that um, the approach we want to take with Sea of Thieves and something that Joe, I know, talks about a lot is being very open and transparent with the community over what we're doing, how we're doing it, why we're doing it. And um, I think we've shown that a little bit. Um, Mike Chapman regularly jumps into either our forums or our subreddit if there's a, a pressing issue that people are talking about. Um, for instance, first person versus, versus third person. Um, he's very happy to jump in there and really give quite an in-depth uh, explanation of why we've chosen to do things the way that we're doing them. Um, so I'd say that's probably the, the main things is... Uh, yeah, more ways to get in touch and, and being a little bit more open with, with fans. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, I say I agree. Um, obviously, I haven't um, I haven't been at uh, Rare as long as Emma has, but even, like I say, like even in the past uh, year and a bit, like compared to uh, where, we were, where we were before, because I know for, um, since uh, CFDs was revealed, um, we had been quite quiet. And now, you know, fast forward to now, and that's completely changed. And, even um the uh so what we're doing with feedback uh for example um i know that's something that rare's never really done with a game before um which is you know in fact not a lot of developers i don't think a lot of developers are being this transparent um uh with uh with the you know their ongoing game development um you get you, you, you i mean you do get it with some but i think that um it, it's awesome that we're that you know we're happy to to do this sort of thing and keep people up to date on every, you know, not everything that's going on, but, you know, keep, you know, it's a regular communication, um, which is, which is great. So, so yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, Cameron said we were a bit quiet. We did have a, a, it was a really awkward, quiet patch. I think after Connect Sports Rivals had been out for a little while, we knew that we were working on Rare Replay and Sea of Thieves, but obviously we didn't want to say anything until E3. Right. So it was a few months of, we couldn't really talk about what we were working on and we didn't want to, you know, accidentally give any hints that would ruin the surprise of, of things. So for Lee and I running social channels, it was quite difficult for a few months to be very cryptic and to, mm. uh, to keep everything <laughs> secret. Yeah, and at that point, that was when uh, Phil Spencer dropped the Rare is working on something very rare, and it was just like, oh, what could it be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I wore a Battletoads t-shirt to a, a yep. press conference, and <laughs> right. that was just yep. something that we'd had made internally, like the Rare replay team, we all got given yeah. them, um, but then everyone, you know, the internet goes crazy with <laughs> oh, theories, we and you're, insane. you're having to sit there, and you read all the press, and all the fan theories, and you're going, either you're way out, or some of you are so close, but you, we can't tell you that you're so close, and... Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a, a strange few months. I bet. So what do you guys find are some of the benefits of having multiple people working towards the same goal with communication with the fans? Uh, obviously having a social media team rather than just one or two of you, you know, running everything. Well, we've grown from two people to, what are we at now, Cameron? Eight people? About eight people, people. Wow. So yeah, eight people. in less than two years i think bobby's going to have been with us two years next month um previously it was just lee and i and lee was lee's a writer by trade so he was writing as well um alongside the social media so i was the only person doing community full-time two years ago um we're now doing social channels we've really expanded how we're doing video we're doing forums we're doing email campaigns we're doing the web content um so having more people has just really allowed us to really open up 
how much we can do and in what detail we can do it. Um, you know, when it's one person and you've had hundreds of tweets overnight, there's a limit to how much you can get through in a day. Um, but I think, yeah, we're just doing so much more than we've ever done before. And it's a really cool time to be at Rare at the moment. It's, it's great for the fans awesome. too, I'll just say. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's been incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, like when you have, uh, you know, the amount of people that we do on our team, it's also like the, just the amount of ideas. Like, you know, obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of, um, Emma will tell you, there's, a, there's tons of planning involved in a lot of the stuff we do, like tons and tons and tons, which I don't think um, people would really understand unless they, you know, spent a day with us, for example. Um, and just having the amount of people we do and being able to bounce ideas off of each other is really, really helpful. Or, you know, if, you know, if, if you can't figure something out, I get, and this is, this isn't just for our team. I think this is also just working at uh, Rare in general. Uh, what's really good is that because, like you say, like everyone's working towards the same goal. If you know, if you're stuck for an idea or something like that, then you can you can always count on some you know to, on someone to to give you some advice or to help you. Um, so there's a really good sense of collaboration. Yeah, yeah which is uh, which you know again makes sure that we can we can do the best that we can do. So yeah, yeah. it's really helpful. Like last E3 was. Was in, E3 is an insane night for us because it always starts, I think, the media briefing usually starts 5pm our time, finishes 7pm, and then we work through till the early hours of the morning and just having lots of people to pitch in. Um, sometimes it's all hands on deck. If, if people need to be sort of jumping in and helping with social content when that's not normally what they'd be doing, we can do that now, um, which made... It was still stressful, but it's a little less stressful when you've got more people around. Great. Um, So I guess moving on from that, uh, moving into the fan visit last year, just briefly, uh, just we were kind of curious how the reaction was among the studio staff when you guys opened it up to uh, to me and some of those other fine folks. I think we're (laughs) really excited because, I mean, for not everyone at Rare is on Twitter or wants to be sort of on Twitter and, and being very public with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But it means mm-hmm. that they're in studio day after day working on a project and they're pouring, not literally, but their blood, sweat and tears into what they're doing and they love what they're doing. And having the fans in was um, a rare opportunity for them to really sort of meet the people that play the games that they've been building for the however many years they've been doing it and sort of meet fans face to face because they don't have that direct contact with them online. Um, mm-hmm. So I think people were actually probably more excited to meet you guys than you were to meet them in some ways <laughs> although i'm sure they'd play it very cool about it but i they were really excited to to just sort of get to meet people who love what they do i i think that was a really cool experience for them yeah yeah i think so because it's it's um like you say like I, not everyone has you know the 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 right amount of time to be able to you know go through our forums go through twitter facebook and see what everyone's saying but um, I find it interesting just even uh, some of my friends at work that are on a completely different teams like they're always interested to hear what what's going on in the community and what the fans are saying um, mm-hmm. I think when you know you're working on um, something that pe- like that's not even finished and people are already showing like tons and tons of love for it um, it's really encouraging uh, I think for a lot of the people at the studio to you know to hear every all the good things that uh, uh, the fans are saying so people people are definitely interested um, everyone's really interested in uh, and what you guys are saying and it's it, 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 it does give them a good a good boost uh, which is awesome 
Yeah, when you guys were playing for the first time, I mean, you probably heard about it, but you were in the booths and um, it was like a NASA control center. Just people were flooded around those screens because it was the first time. I mean, we've been playing the game within the studio for the whole of its development, um, mm -hmm. but it's the first time that someone who'd never seen it before was playing it and people were just like they were really nervous like people were like sweaty yeah. and all like twitchy <laughs> because they were just like well you know are they gonna love it are they gonna are they gonna hate it are they just gonna not really have any right. feelings at all um so people were really really nervous about that and the minute you guys were all sort of smiling and yelling and and things everyone just physically relaxed <laughs> that's great um this next question actually got out of sequence because I made an edit to this and forgot to rework uh, it, but it uh, ties back to the social media platforms and um, just maybe discussing some of the pros and cons of each platform that you guys do use, like which one might be better for certain things or if you get better engagement on one or another, something like that. Um, I think, I mean, there's so many different social media platforms available these days and by mean, mm -hmm. no means are we on all of them. But I right. think... Um, everyone will have sort of a subsect that they are on and they'll use mm -hmm. them for different things. And we definitely see it when we run our weekly giveaways and we rotate it through channels so that everybody does get a chance to, to enter at some point. But for example, the people on Facebook will be complaining, uh, why are you running it on Twitter? I'm not on Twitter. Or the people on Instagram <laughs> right. will say, well, I don't have Facebook. So why, why are you putting it over there? So it's, it means that we're able to reach a lot more people. And I think they're all slightly different. I think Twitter's definitely our most conversation, conversational platform. We're able to sort of have mm -hmm. more conversations mm -hmm. there. Facebook's great for embedded video these days and for sort of more pushing out news. Instagram's very visual and it allows us to give a sort of behind the scenes look at what we're doing. Um, our YouTube channel's really expanded in the past couple of years and we've been able to really bring some new things there. So I think it's it's important to be across a, a wide range of them. But we're very mindful about if we're going to start a new channel, we want to commit to doing it properly and putting content on there regularly and making it feel that we're as present there as we are everywhere else and how we're going to use it. So um, I started Instagram, for instance, because I was just I just um, pitched it to Lee. I said, you know, people are on Instagram. We, we should be on Instagram, but I'm going to think about how we'll use it. Um, nice. So each one we really do commit to. Um, forums mm -hmm. being an excellent example we'd never had forums before we'd, uh, mm. there's the Xbox Central forums that people could post about rare stuff there but mm -hmm. we really there was a lot of work into how do we want to design them how do we want the functionality to work um, Cameron was involved in what are the categories going to be I think actually, the, didn't the categories get named by Steve from Rare Gamer I think he put yes. in some suggestions yep. yeah. for those. <laughs> oh, really? yeah you guys um, emailed all of us from the contest and we gave and ideas yeah. And just, yeah, you guys were a good sounding board for we're, we're going to start a new channel. This is how we're thinking of using it. You know, what do you guys think? So I think, yeah, every single channel has a slightly different way that we're using it, but we're, we're dedicated to each and every one of them. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Cool. cool. All right. So turning from that back to Sea of Thieves. <laughs> um, <laughs> so has has all the amount of feedback uh, that you've been getting uh, been overwhelming for you guys or has it been you know just pretty smooth sailing just to go through it and categorize it or whatever that's yeah. cameron's world <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it's an interesting one i think um i think i was definitely i'm gonna be honest like, I, was, I was definitely worried that um even having 
because before, so before obviously we've only been having uh, playtests internally, and so our internal audience is um, obviously a lot smaller than the audience that we have uh, publicly with our technical offer. But also, I think there's, I think with, with your public audience, like with the the gamers that have been fans for like the past like couple of years, um, and they finally get a chance to play it and give feedback. They've got so much stuff that they want to get out and and let you know and and, and feedback on. And I think initially I was worried that it was going to be overwhelming, but at the moment I, I I think it's I think it's fine. Like we've got a pretty good system going at the moment about how we categorize feedback, um, and uh, uh, I think I think it's going well. Like uh, every time uh, we do have a playtest, um, so we make sure that we get a good sense of what people are saying, um, and then when we're when we're back in the studio, because obviously we have the playtest at uh, the weekends, when we're back in at the studio, we start to know okay, this is what we need to look out for. And then we'll go through uh, the threads and try and keep um, try and keep an eye on what, what the trends are. Like uh, if there's something that people aren't liking so much, then we'll make sure that we note that down. If there are things that people are definitely liking a lot, then we you know we want to make sure that we we take note of that. Um, and you know we always have any time because midweek or now it's end of the week. Um, I'll then take that feedback um, uh, and I'll discuss it with Mike um, and uh, let him know uh, what people have been saying. And we always have a good. We have a really, really good structure. I'm really happy with with where it's at at the moment uh, about how we uh, categorize everything, um, just to make sure that because we want to make sure that everyone's voice is heard. Um, right. And I know as the um, our player base becomes a lot bigger, that might become harder. But it's obviously a challenge that we you know we want to take on because we're committed to the whole idea of um, uh, player feedback. You know, helping you know directly influencing our game. So. Um, so, but it's going really well at the moment. I'm really, really pleased with it. Awesome. Yeah. Glad that's yeah. working out for you. Cause it would seem yeah. <laughs> just thinking about it, I think it would be overwhelming considering, you know, the amount you must be getting. Um, so I'm going to sort of segue that into a little bit, uh, more fun topic. Um, so the time you guys have spent playing Sea of Thieves, do you have any memorable stories? You know, anything that you can obviously can share with us. Anything that, you know, just have stood out to you as a really fun or funny experience you guys have had internally playing Sea of Thieves? I think, I, I mean, the number of times people either fall out of the crow's nest or fall off the ship is quite <laughs> And it's not because yeah. they've drunk their grog. It's not, they just, the number of times people are going, yelling, I've fallen off, and you have to put down <laughs> the anchor, wait for them to catch up. That happens a lot. Um, a few times I've tried to go rogue and I've, I've waited for everyone to head off onto an island and try to then get the ship going by myself. And once <laughs> I managed it and sort of was, let them know that that was what was happening and they just pleaded with me to come back and I just couldn't do it to them. I did consider just uh, taking it all and leaving. Um, but it's just every session is different. Um, you think that we'd get bored of playing the game because we play it so much, but that's not the case at all because every session is different because it's a different blend of personalities and people wanting to play the game in different ways. Right. Um, so it's really cool. That whenever we play, there's then, what, I guess what you call that water cooler moment afterwards where everyone will gather and just be like, oh my God, was that you on that ship that we took mm -hmm. down? And oh, did you see this? <laughs> And we've still got that level of excitement and wanting to share stories um, after playing the game for so long. And I think that's something that I've not found in any other game that I've been playing ever. Yeah, that speaks awesome. speaks loads to the fun and longevity this game potentially has. Yeah. yeah. 
don't know if Cameron's got any. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> there was one that, um, uh, that I think about quite often. Um, <laughs> so I remember, um, oh God, I, I'm pretty sure it was um, around the time uh, that the, the blunderbuss first went in and we were... Um, we, you know, there's that tendency to want to ambush people now that you have an you can you have a weapon that you can use to uh, to kill them. So, um, I remember, uh, and if you guys know sort of like how our proximity based uh, game chat works, and so uh, obviously when when you're speaking, if there's a crew close, then they can hear what you're saying as well. So we we were on an island and we saw a ship in the in the distance, and we thought, okay, right, um, we we should we should probably try and ambush these people. Um, but uh, we were making sure to, you know, we came up with this really elaborate plan, like, okay, you guys stand here on the island, you guys stand there on the island, and, you know, we were hiding in the bushes and everything, we thought, yep, this is going to go so well, uh, and then <laughs> we we had completely forgotten that, obviously, as they had gotten closer, um, oh they could God. hear what we were saying, <laughs> <laughs> so they knew exactly where we were, um, and they killed us, like, just straight up, oh. just, yeah, and that was yeah. that. Yeah, in the I entire time, just... sorry, Cameron. sorry, Cameron. No, 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 go on, Emma. I was just going to say, in the entire time I've been playing, I've only ever killed someone once. I'm, I just, I'm not good with weapons, and so, so many times I've been killed, and it's always been shot right in the face with a cannonball at close range. And the only time I've ever managed to kill someone was when we were playing recently. With we had some um, of the European marketing team in, and I was playing with someone who'd never played the game before, so that gave me a slight advantage. And I managed to kill them, and I was so happy because, it, because it, I, I just, I'm always the person that gets killed always <laughs> alrighty uh, with that that's that's our last question we have here uh, if you guys have any final thoughts or anything you'd like to, to say to the community or, or just in general now would be great we, well, we'd like to thank you guys for the continued support and you know yeah. everything everything you guys put out we are you know people are watching it hearing it in, over in Twycross um, so know that we really, really do excited. appreciate awesome. it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really cool to think about, like, you know, because we're obviously small fan site covering a single, well, not a single studio, but like, you know, yeah. the studio and the other studios, there'd be interest of people who like Rare. So obviously we're never going to have a humongous audience. So it's really cool that you guys have been, you know, just we, listening we, from time to time. We're keeping an eye on you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for all Oh no, now I'm nervous. <laughs> Yeah. And just and yeah. the wider community in general, the same. Mm -hmm. We appreciate everything. Everything that gets sent into us is read, and we reply to as many people as as we possibly can. And we do appreciate every single little thing that gets sent in. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, I, I generally think it. I know um, a lot of people yeah, I, I say that. Oh, you know, it's great how our community is supporting us. But I generally think that the community is supporting us. Like, uh, just mm -hmm. making sure that you know we do a better job um because we're you know obviously we we love to see the satisfaction of um of you guys when we do something good and so that's i i think that's one of the obviously we like to work to a high standard but knowing that you know we'll get the reactions that we will from people um when they see it like i think um like say before like uh, e3 for example um when you guys uh um had come to visit were in uh the trailer <laughs> yeah we were we couldn't wait to see your yeah. reactions to that and emma you said you were on the call uh, i was on a video else. call yeah 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 that sort of thing and it's it just yeah keep keep being awesome um because we, we love it 
<laughs> all right well, well thank you yeah thank you guys so much uh for <laughs> taking the time right. to do thank this you. and being on here um so that's pretty much all we've got for that we thank everyone for tuning in this week and uh we hope that you check out all of our channels on facebook and twitter and youtube and obviously check out all of rares on the ones that have been mentioned here and uh with that i guess we are wrapped up for this episode yep thank, thank you. you guys once again yeah. thanks, thanks for having us not a problem thank you, thank you. everyone have <laughs> everyone have a great weekend you too